What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago in the new studio. Nick the Coosh. And it's here. It's here. It's here. It's, it's here, man. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. We've been talking about it for a minute. We are at the new spot. A lot to talk about. Definitely. NBA free agency. We always say the NBA is a full year league. For sure. And it's showing that once again. 100%. We're going to go through the Bulls, what they should do with Zach Levine. I know we've talked about this before, but that's the biggest thing on our plate Absolutely. Right 100%. We're going to go through that. We're going to go through the NBA free agency. Boogie's now in Golden State. We're going to talk first reactions there. First reactions with LeBron going to L.A. LeBron, and the rest yeah, of the league. Going west. To close it out, the internet is obviously in Twitter. Number one has been going crazy since all this NBA stuff Twitter's went down. Twitter's been on fire for like 48 hours. We're going to pull up some hot takes. Yep. Or some people that thought they had hot takes that don't have hot takes. Cold takes. Some cold takes. And we're going <laughs> to expose those real quick. Yes, sir. Before we get into it, what's been up? What are you doing for the 4th of July? Man. Talk to me. You know, I love the 4th, man. We talk about this every year. The 4th is kind of my holiday that I get to let loose and kind of do my thing. So I think in the morning, uh, taking the daughter to a couple, you know, little activities that they got around. Nice thing about living in the suburbs, man, always little holiday activities that you can go to. So they got some games over at the schools over here. We're going to do that whole thing. And then uh, me and my man Jay Money are going to hit the parade with our daughters. So we're gonna yeah, do this dude, whole y'all should Father's make that Day like thing. a little tradition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do that for Father's Day. So, uh, yeah, we're going to hit the parade with our daughters and then uh, kind of see what happens after that, man. You know, going to bring a couple coolers with us. Yeah. Uh, my girl got wow, a little you spot really in front are, you of her job. washed grown Oh, man. I'm super washed, bro. And, like, <laughs> the best thing about this happened to me super this year washed. is, like, I've accept my washness. Yeah, so And, like, it's a now. good place to be. I don't got anybody left to impress. Yo, low key, because I think that's what I think that's what happens, especially yeah. like you become a dad. Because like eventually, because you you know how you always say like coming up like I'm never gonna let myself gonna do be this or I'm yeah. never gonna do this. I think you just like man, I'm looking for comfort. Right. Let me spend some time with my daughter, my right. family, and be right. comfortable. And everything else is null and void. You know, obviously there's levels to it, man. <laughs> I'm not, like, on full lame dad mode. You know, I still do my thing. And it's just my own spin on it, man. But, like, I right. feel like after a while you stop chasing yeah. everything, you know, the fun and all that. You're just yeah. like, look, this is where my life is at. Right. It's cool. Got a little bit of money in my pocket. I can do what I want to do. But I'm in, I'm in no rush, man. I'm, I'm, I'm doing me. Right. Fully settling into my role as, as a washed Watch 30-something-year-old, man. Okay, so it's all love, man. I love it. What about you, man? What's going on? What do you got man, going on? Man, shout out my girl, V. That's her new name, Wendy Kogovic. Okay. She's going to have some people over at her place. We're going to go barbecue, kick it by the pool. And then we got a little boat set up to go watch some fireworks. Nice. And by the time this drops or people see it, it'll be tomorrow. So that's yeah. what we'll be doing. So I'm stoked about that. Um, It should be cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing, man. Let's talk uh, the Bulls, NBA free agency, right. Zach Levine. First off, the most recent thing was Nick Friedel tweeted about his four-year, $60 million yeah. type window. Yeah. Gave a little context on it, and Levine responded. With the laughing emoji. With, with, the, with the laughing emoji. <laughs> Crying laughing emoji. Crying laughing emoji. Yeah. Not like streams of tears, yeah. but he was like, you're clowning. Fuck like, get out of here, here right? Much, yeah. Now, I don't understand what was so funny. Yeah. Personally. Me neither. He's restricted. I don't know if the Bulls offered him that four and 60, 
But that's kind of like the window it seems like they want to be at. I think that was Fidel's like information that he got is that they're thinking four and sixty and everything like that, which why he would leak that in the first place is, is a bit ridiculous. But yeah. Either way, right? Yeah. He's got a couple I, allegedly there's some more interest with from the Kings. Yeah. Who are always yeah. a threat to hand out a dumb contract. <laughs> For sure. Never underestimate the Kings' ability to hand out a dumb contract, especially to an inefficient guard. It's what they do. It's what they do. <laughs> Four years and 80, I heard. <clears throat> then there was a couple other spots. doesn't right. even matter, right? right. But let's talk because he's restricted – so they're going to have to come through the Bulls regardless of where the offers come or whatever. We're going to yeah. have to match or not or make that decision. And right? I think Atlanta was interested as well, too. They have cap space. Okay, yeah. yeah. So first off, I got a couple things written down over here. What position does he play, first of all? Or what position do you think he thinks he plays? He's a two. Does he think he's a two, though? I, I don't know what he thinks he is, but yeah. he's not a one. He's not a good enough playmaker for that, in my opinion. I, I mean, I don't think he's a playmaker he's at all. He's not a playmaker at all, yeah. So, I mean, he's a, he's a, he is a two. He's a chucker, man. He's an inefficient, hyper-athletic, talented, but inefficient scorer. You know, I mean, that that's what he is. And, and to me, you, you can find that. You know what I mean? You don't have to pay $20 million a year for that. You know, you pay $20 million a year for an Oladipo-type guy, right? Somebody who can bring more to the table and when they're not scoring can do things for you. You know, Zach Levine isn't that, you know? So, I, he's a two. If he thinks he's a one, he's tripping. What do you average, like 1.8 assists last year? His 2018 line was basically 17, four rebounds, three assists on 38% from the field and 34% from three. Yeah, that's not good. 38% from the field. 38% from the field. From a guy who likes to play above the rim, right? And who and from a guy who loves to hold on to the rock yeah. and, and use the rock yeah, a ton. Yeah, exactly. Usage rates, very high. Right. And waste up the shot clock and all that. Yeah, so to, no, he's definitely not a one, man. And if he thinks he's a one or if he's trying to get – I don't even know what his advantage would be if he's trying to say that he's a one. Maybe there's more money if he tries to market himself as a point guard, but he's 100% a two guard. He's been a two guard. Been a two. Yeah. Who would you compare him to around the league? Because I got someone I wrote down, and I want to get your opinion on that. But do you have someone off the top of your head that you would be like, "This is Zach Levine. Who this? This is who he plays like." So I don't. I, it's funny that I have this player in my head right now because they play different positions, and I think that this player is ultimately more talented than Zach Levine. But it's perfect when you start talking about contracts because I think this team has buyer's remorse on this particular player, and that player is Andrew Wiggins. Tons of talent, right? Looks great on paper, jumps out the gym, all that stuff that you love. But at his core is a one is a score. That's it. He's a one-dimensional player. He can score, but it's not efficient. And they hand him $150 million, and I guarantee you they're regretting that deal right now. I go with Wiggins, that type of player. The Wiggins, Rudy Gay type mold of player where they can get you 20, but it's not a winning 20. Listen, you can always say, you can say a lot of things about Rudy Gay. When he scores, it's like effortless buckets. Though. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Zach doesn't have that. Not at all. He's not like an effortless type of guy. Right. It's difficult jumpers. He's very crazy athletic, right? He yeah. can do anything above the rim that he wants to. If he gets, he doesn't have to worry about finishing. If he gets right. a step, he's at the he's, bucket. He's at it's the a bucket. basket, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah. So, I, I can, I can kind of feel that, that Andrew Wiggins comparison. Just empty, empty buckets. A lot of empty buckets. A lot of empty buckets. 
I'm going to go, let me, just to show you where my head at, my head's at with Zach Levine, he's maybe a step above Jordan Clarkson for me. Wow. I understand Jordan Clarkson had a terrible finals. Yeah. And, you know, he went over to a new squad. He was scared. I mean, right. He he, he did not expect to be playing in the NBA finals a month. He he didn't expect that. He wasn't ready for that. Wasn't ready for that. That's a, that's that spotlight was really, and I bet you he saw that speed of the game. Yeah. It was like, whoa. Yeah. He's just been in LA kicking it the last couple of years, not caring about winning ball games, dating Kardashians, but he wasn't ready for that. Yeah. But let me give you his 2018 numbers. 14, 3, 3 on 45% from the field and 35% from three. Right. That's a touch worse than Zach Levine. Right. Like, And they're both awful defensively. A, a horrendous. They're both horrendous defensively. They're horrendous right. defensively, right? Right. So I know a lot of people are going to clown Jordan Clarkson for what he did in the finals, but if you go back and look at his Lakers stuff, he, he could get buckets. Yeah, for sure. He There there was definitely flashes where he, he could score a little bit, and that's what Zach Levine does. He shows flashes of, of scoring baskets. Right. Now – I'm going to pull up – Aaron, hook me up. I'm going to pull up – Real quick, it's funny you mentioned you mentioned, uh, Clarkson as far as him kind of shrinking in the playoffs and yeah. him looking good when the buckets were easy. Yeah. That's probably Levine. Yeah. That's the difference between Zach Levine and paying somebody else who, who you know is a crunch time scorer and might have the same exact stat line is certain guys can deliver when it counts. Certain guys can carry you down the stretch. Certain guys can help you win ball games. Zach Levine is not that. Right, Jordan Clarkson is not that. On paper, they sound great, but you have to have that mentality. For sure. Yeah. Now, let's talk about this salary. Yeah. How much, first off, how much do you think he wants? Oh, he's, he wants $20 million dollars a year. He's he's laughing at 60 over four, so yeah. 15. Yeah. He wants a minimum. I think he wants more than 20. He probably does. Like, but I, don't I don't even think he, think he wants 80. He's not, he's not coming for under 20. Honestly, bro, he saw he saw what Tim Hardaway get seventeen million dollars last year. He views himself as a better player than Tim Hardaway Jr. Let's look at some of these numbers, though. Th- these are point guards because I I mean I know you think he's a two, but I think in his head he thinks he's a he could play both. And I think when he's going in meetings and he's talking to his people, like he's showing inflated PG numbers and yeah, oh yeah. what people any, any are making. Right, that'll make them look a little bit better. Sure, for sure. So let's get down to my boy J. Rue Drew Holiday. He's making twenty six. Like okay, yeah, but he's nice, right? But <laughs> he's a, he's a dog right. on defense. No, he's a, okay. I'm just I'm I'm he's at se- but put it like this: Drew Holiday at twenty six is is the seventh paid point guard in the league. Yeah. So like, let's get down to where he wants. Right, George Hill's making nineteen. Dragic makes eighteen. Dragic would eat. Would would eat Zach Levine eat, up? Yeah, like so. Eat him. We're already at eighteen. Reggie Jackson's at seventeen. Dennis Schroeder's at fifteen five. So Eric Bledsoe's at fifteen. This is where we're getting at, right? Yep. So, like, is he better than any of these guys making fourteen million? Rubio? No. I mean, he's a true true point. Yeah, Rubio's an. That's actual a little point different. Guard. Yeah, but like. Eric Bledsoe's not the greatest, but I mean he shouldn't Awful be in the playoffs. He shouldn't be making a dime more than Eric Bledsoe, though. No, probably not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's fifteen million dollars. Right. So let's jump over to the two guards, right? Obviously, you got Hayward James at the top. Wiggins, who you mentioned, is making twenty five. Unreal. Right. Yeah, I mean, they had the, they paid that. He they was young. To, yeah. He was yeah, I mean yeah. that was a tough spot, For right? For sure. He was the number one pick in the draft. Right. But let's get down to it. Is he better than Gary Harris? 
No. no. I would rather have Gary you know Harris. I would rather have Gary Harris than Zach Levine any day of the week. Gary Harris is making 16. Gary Harris is nice. He's not he can't mess with Gary Harris yeah. in my opinion. Outside of athleticism like no. No, Gary Harris is nice. What did JJ JJ just resigned? I JJ think. just resigned. I want to say he got uh, maybe this is updated. This is maybe this is thirteen. Maybe what this they, is right. What do they have for? They got they have JJ for thirteen. Avery yeah. Bradley for twelve and a half. JJ made twenty three last year. So, what makes him think he should make more than twelve, thirteen million dollars? Because because he's twenty three. Yeah, because he's twenty three, and it's the market. Exactly. Look at some of the people you just named. Dennis Schroeder. You know, I mean, 15 and a half 15. million. Right, but Dennis Schroeder signed that contract three years ago. So 15, three years right. ago is like 20 nowadays, right? So he thinks he's not looking He's not looking at himself against these players like we are. He's just looking at the market and saying the market says I should get the Tim, more than Tim Hardaway did, did or around that type of contract because that's the going rate for two guards right now. I think the Bulls should squeeze him for every nickel they can. I, yeah. They should 100% let him go out and talk to whoever he right. wants. and he's doing that. And yeah, 100%. Yeah. And if someone comes and gets and gives him $75, $80 million, I would be like, yo, yeah. Zach, man. Hey, man, good yo, luck. Hey, congratulations, thing, bro. bro. That's dope, man. You helped the Levine family for generations to come, man. Like, <laughs> shout, out, shout out to you. Like, it's not coming out of our pocket. I, I couldn't stomach us paying $21, $22 million and just, dude, this caps this cap space is so precious. Yep. Especially going into next summer, like I can't, we can't afford that. Like it's just not something we can do. Well, and the one thing that I like, and uh, you know, I've, th- when you kind of read stuff about it, it, doesn't sound like the Bulls are too high on giving him a ton of money. I mean, any yeah. of it's going to be a lot of money, but giving him that twenty million dollar contract, which to me makes me happy, because in the past you would think like, oh, well, we we traded for him, so we got to pay him, or else we're saying that we failed on this trade, right? I know Markkinen was the centerpiece of that trade, but, you know, Levine was the number two, right? Dunn was just kind of a throw-in. So I think in years past, they might just pay him just to to save face. The fact that they're telling him, hey, go out and get it. Why? Forget about saving face, Because bro. you don't want to make me? it – because he was a big part of that trade that you made for Butler. He was the ultimate part of that trade. No, the ultimate part was the seventh pick of the draft. Well, right. Okay. But Fair he enough. was the number two in that trade, right? So in order to save face, he said, hey, yeah, we It doesn't we get him. done without we him signed, being Yeah, in. we signed him a contract because we keep him and see what he's see what he's about. Otherwise, it's we had him for one year, right? We traded away Jimmy Butler essentially for Lori Markkinen and Chris Dunn. Yeah, half a year. So, I mean, that's the other thing, man. I don't think he uh, – He's just not worth He's it. He's just not worth it, man. I think you can find that guy in the draft in that 10 to 15 spot every single year, which is where we'll be drafting again next year, right? Um, hopefully worse than that, but you never know. But, again, you can find that guy. Again, I think he's just a phenomenal athlete, right? He's young. There's potential there. But from what you've seen from his game, his game would have to have a complete shift to where he'd be valued like that. No, it's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen, man. And then the other thing is you look at these teams every single year who sign these deals, and then the next year you just regret it, right? Like I'm telling you, the Timberwolves will regret that deal. Paying Andrew Wiggins $26 million a year isn't going to work for them. And they they were in more of a position where they had to do it because he was a number one draft pick. Now, I know they didn't draft him. The Cleveland traded to him, but that was you know a focal piece for them. But Zach Levine, man, if we're blowing it up, hey, we tried it for a year. He went out and got more money. Let him walk. It's fine. It's fine. You don't sign him for the sake of signing him. And I'm happy to hear that that's not our plan. I almost don't want to give him the 60. Like that I almost too don't high. want to either. I don't want to waste $15 million of cap on Zach Levine. Yeah. I don't know what, you're, what he's going to do for you in the next four years of that contract that makes it worth it. 
Not to mention that contract goes up every year. $15 million is the average. It starts at about 12 ends at about 18 right? Um, so it's not it's, – it's, to me, you, you can do more with that money. There's no rush for them to be good right now. I agree. There's just no rush for them to be good right now. We're okay. Take a couple of years with it. It's fine. Develop some guys. Do it organically. I know I see my boy marking and dunking on folks right. over in Europe. He's doing his thing. He's doing his thing. He looks like he's getting stronger. Yeah. You know, and- you know Dunn is a good defender. Um, you know, so he'll at least be able to stay on the floor for defense. His offensive game might never come around. And that's the other thing with Levine. He's such a bad defender that if you give him 15 to $20 million a year, you now have to shape your roster to make up for the fact that he's such a bad defender. So that limits your true options at the one. And he, he's, he doesn't score enough for that. Right. Like he doesn't score enough. I'm, I'm going to need 26, 27 he, a he, night for me to have to hide you on the other end. Exactly. Of the he's not Steph Curry. You know what I mean? He's not someone who you have to find a way to work him into their defense because his offense is so transcendent. It's not. So it's almost like, okay, well, if you sign Levine to 15 to 20, now we got to always play him with a defensive minded point guard, right? We always got to make sure that we have big men that can protect the rim because he's going to get beat off the dribble. Right. It, it, it's, you know, I think when you look at that, you're really downplaying defense and how important it is. And we've just watched multiple finals where it's the defense that gets it done, right? So, I mean, to me, he's just not the guy you spend that money on. Keep going. Keep building. I agree. I agree. We'll see what happens. I hope they squeeze him to death. I hope yeah, no, for sure. I hope we squeeze him to death. And but I mean, then he's unhappy and stuff like that. But, yeah. I mean – Whatever we have to do to protect the cap space, I don't really care. Protect the cap space. Protect the cap space. Protect the cap space for when you got to pay Lori. Protect the cap space for whoever you might get. Trades are going all over the place. Superstars want to move every single week, right? You know, now Dame Lillard is upset. You know, you got guys who want to move. Chicago is still an attractive destination, right? So protect that cap space. I should have wrote that on the board. Protect the cap space. Protect the cap space at all costs. Don't blow it on Zach Levine. You got your half year. Look at them. You know what it is. Facts. All right. Let's switch over to NBA free agency. Crazy. Boogie went to Golden State yesterday. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Yep. Took $5.3 million Took that mid-level. To go. Yep. What were your initial thoughts? What? I don't even know what to say. Honestly, like, what were your initial thoughts when I sent that message through the text? Like, yo, Boogie is now, Boogie went to Golden State. Yeah, so when I saw that, I, I initially was to drop my phone. Like, what the fuck? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's ridiculous. Um, and then I thought about it for DeMarcus Cousins, and I was like, man, that that's brilliant. Career move for him, it, it's brilliant, right? He can sell that as next year. Like, hey, I'm a team guy. I took a $5 million deal to just go win a championship. So, And, and he'll just repair his image, right? You know that he's going to go into that system – they're going to love him. They're going to be happy for him, and he'll be a good citizen over there. There's no way that he won't. So for him, I thought it was amazing. Um, for the Warriors, it's just it's unbelievable, man. It allows them to play a completely different style of basketball if their preferred style of basketball doesn't work, right? Their whole outside game, shooting all the threes and all that, if those guys are cold like they were in some of those games against Houston, that's cool. Dump it down to DeMarcus. He'll get us 40. Easy. Right, not even, and it won't even be that. It'll just be a couple possessions. Yeah, but a few possessions, like, and, let, he'll, let's and he'll just, play let's some just take ball, a break here, real quick. Which caused the other team to have to change their lineup because now you have to account for Demarcus Cousins. You didn't have to guard. People can talk all this about Draymond that they want. Fantastic defensive player, right? Great playmaker on offense. He is a non-factor scoring the ball. None. He's a non. You did not have to guard him. 
Teams would let him do whatever he wanted. He still shot like 33% from three-point land, right? So they're pretty much playing four on five, right? Open looks. Open looks. Bricking them left and right. Yeah. It's like the one thing nobody wants to talk about. This dude misses open threes all day long, right? So he's a non-factor as far as focusing your attention on him offensively. You have to pay attention to Boogie. Yeah. If a team decides to single-team him all game, it'll just be an easy game for the Warriors. Dump, dump, dump. And then it becomes an inside-outside game because he's a great passer. Yeah. I mean – It'll be interesting to see what happens because he could yeah. easily go over there and turn into Surge and not want to do it. and not, He just fall into that shooting three culture. I, I don't see that, though, man. <laughs> he's a dog, bro. That's not in him. Like, yeah. he's That's not in him, man. He is an offensive center, right? And he's an offensive center that likes to go down low and bully people. He likes to take people off he the dribble. He likes to shoot jumpers, too, though. He likes to shoot j- jumpers, but he'll take you off the dribble, too. I mean, he's a seven-footer with ball handling skills and playmaking skills. And the ability to stretch it out. So from a basketball fit, it's it's a no-brainer. For $5 million, you get one of the most talented players in the NBA? It gives him the opportunity to show out in the playoffs. Yeah. It gives him an opportunity to take his time to get back. Yep. I don't know the, the details. I know Dominique blew out his Achilles. Boogie actually posted that. And yeah. Dominique came back came at back a high level. And had four all-star appearances afterwards, yep. Kobe blew his out. He was older. Rudy Gay blew his. But no big, big man has blown it. No. I'm talking about like a 300-plus type cat. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see him work his way back, see how it ends up. But, I mean, the fact – I tweeted this last night. The fact that in June they're going to probably run out Steph, Clay, Draymond, KD – and Boogie Cousins as a starting lineup to start games is ridiculous. The real question is, depending on how Igudala plays, how are they going to finish games? Because their preferred lineup is still that I, I'm not even going to say that Hamptons Five bullshit, but whatever it is, right. that's still their preferred lineup because nobody can beat that. You don't like that Hamptons Five? I don't like that. It's cor- I don't. They're corny, bro. We talked <laughs> about this already. I'm not with none of that. Yeah, shit. I don't, I'm not, I'm with, not them. with none of that shit. They're giving themselves their own nicknames and shit. Like I'm not. I'm not really. With is that, that what? Did they give themselves? I, that? I don't. I've never. I don't know where else it would have originated I that was from. Like some Twitter shit. Who knows? Who cares? Um, but either way, um, yeah. So I mean, I think they're still preferred starting, uh, preferred closing five has Igudala in there at the four, right? And you throw Draymond to the five, and it's that death lineup. Where I think they might end up using Bo- Boogie for a while, and if he takes it, is off the bench. What will happen is if you bring Boogie off the bench, he will feast, yeah, feast on backup team. centers. Yeah, he will feast on backup centers and backup big men. And even if it's for twenty to twenty five minutes a game, he will eat. Everyone seems to think that he's going to be this different guy and be humble and not outspoken, though. I don't know if that's going to be the case. That might not be the case, but, I mean, he's also he also has a, a hundred-and-something million-dollar payday coming up, so hanging he, on him being a model citizen. Again, it's a win-win for him if he just keeps his cool, which I think he's able himself. to do. He's, he's betting, betting on himself. himself, and he knows, I'll just shut up. I'm not going to be the focus of attention here. I can just play ball. Come back when I want to, win a ring, tell everybody how good of a person I was next year. Steph and Clay and all of them will say great things about me, and I'm on my way. Yeah. He has no choice. He has no he, – he saw what the market was like this summer. He got no calls, they said. No yeah. calls. Not a single call. They said the Pellies were – ended up pulling a deal that was 2, two, two and, 40. and 40. Yeah, they offered that to him at the end of the year, and he said he wanted to go to free agency, and they said bye. Yeah. So, and then, you know, yeah. Um, 
It's going to be interesting. It's going to be real interesting, man. But I think I don't see how you they can just throw any look at you now. You know, they can literally throw any look at you. They can run with you or they can slow it down because they have a generational center. If he comes back healthy. Yeah. Because mind you, when he was healthy, he averaged 27, 12, and 6 last year. Yeah, he's a he's a ball player. The most assists by a center, I think, since Wilt Chamberlain was the was the uh, was the number. No, it, it, that can't, it, it, it can't be more than Joe ridiculous, Dean. bro. No, Joe Kim averaged four point nine that year that he went. Uh, no way, yes, it's not bro, I than know that? this for a fact. Yeah, I would have. He averaged six if dimes. Told, if you told me Joe Kim that year averaged eight dimes, I would believe you. Yeah, he, yeah, he had some games like that, but he averaged he averaged five. I think Joe Kim was up four point nine. Okay, wow, I thought it was higher than that. Yeah. Long live Joe Kim. Six dimers. I think he also averaged four turnovers for uh, for Boogie, but hey. The Warriors love Usage. to turn the ball over anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but I just, yeah, I think, again, man, you dump it down to him, he's going to get his look. If it's not there, kick it out to one of your 15 shooters. No doubt. That are transcendent, so yeah. All right, let's stay on this NBA free agency, and then we got to shed some light on LeBron. Yeah. Um. As we talked about before we got on, Initially, I was like, "There's no way he's leaving. Why would he?" Yeah. Then I saw what was. Then I then I saw the writing on the wall with the playoffs, the finals. It's yeah. like this guy has to leave. I, I think the writing was on the wall after he won that championship. Yeah. As soon as he won the championship, he was, was off the his, hook for everything. It was his ticket to do whatever he wanted to do, and then unless Cleveland had put together something, there was no way he was staying. That team was, you know, they had an expiration date for sure. That team had a legitimate expiration date, and it was 2017. They're all going to go now. Yeah. Kevin's going to go. Um, Jeff Green just signed with – who did he sign with today? He's trash, too. I can't even remember. He's just signed with someone, though. A lot of empty um, stats over there. Yeah, today. Um, but, yeah, that whole squad is going to – that shit's over with. Kevin Love is up for grabs. Kevin Love is up for A grabs. A motivated Kevin Love is up for grabs right now. And, and he I think will go somewhere. Make, he'll, uh, he'll, he'll probably go to San Antonio or something. And he'll he'll – He'll contribute yeah, wherever, wherever he goes. Yeah, wherever he, can he, goes. Still, he can still rebound, pass, and shoot threes. So after I knew LeBron was leaving, I was like, okay, he's going to L.A. Yeah. Completely family-based, yeah. lifestyle-based. Lifestyle-based. You know what? Like, he would never say this out loud. I think he, like, he's so content with himself and, like, where he's what he's done. And, of course, he's going to try to go win more championships. Yeah. But, honestly, I think, like, when he's talking to his wife, and, and she asked him, like, what if it just ended right now? Like, he'd be like, you know, You're like, fine. It's, a, it's a whatever. I had 15 unbelievable years in the NBA. Right. One of the best careers in the history of the NBA, if not the best front-to-back career in the history of the NBA. I'm not saying he's better than Mike, so y'all can chill. But front-to-back, <laughs> as far as his total career, it might be the best career we've ever seen an athlete have. Um, outside of maybe Tom. But um, yeah, I mean, what what he has nothing left to prove, right? And what better place to fade off into the distance, and then L.A. He's he's not anonymous, but you're almost anonymous. It's L.A. Everybody there is somebody. Nah, he's not anonymous. Nah, bro. But it's first off, let me tell you something about the thing about Hoopers is just because I've been out with Hoopers before. There's no name Hoopers. They're so big and tall. Yeah, like, yeah. You can't blend anywhere. Oh right? yeah, cool. He's always like, he's LeBron so, James, right? But yeah. I, but like even like Tom Cruise can semi be anonymous because yeah. he's a little guy walking yeah, around, yeah. and you have to be like, as soon as a dude walks in six nine, you like, who is this yeah, cat? You but, know what I mean? But you react to you react to famous people in L.A. differently than For you sure. do in Chicago or especially Cleveland. Obviously, Derrick Rose talked about that a few years back. He actually gave an interview and he was like, you know. The thing about – and the reason he liked going to L.A. is, like, Chicago, they just don't know how to react to celebrities. 
which I thought was kind of a shot at the city, but then I kind of understood what he meant. It's just like, yeah, because if you see a celebrity walking down State Street or something, you're going to be like, oh, my God, that's such and such. Like, oh. Derrick Rose just said a lot of yeah. goofy shit. But though. if you were in L.A. and you see a celebrity, <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm getting my car washed. There's Sandra Bullock. You know what I mean? What's going on? How you doing? Right. It's not that big of a deal. And I, I heard that part of that, that's kind of what he wanted for his kids, right? He wants his kids to go to school out there, one of these high-priced prep schools and kind of just do their thing and not have to worry about and being LeBron James' kid. they got crazy amateur hoops out there, so yeah. Bronny's going to be able to yeah. go do his thing. But so If you're rich, I mean, where who is it's clear, man. If you got a lot of money and you're a celebrity, where else would you want to live? No doubt. L.A. Don't get it twisted. He's going to try to go out there and win. Yeah. 100%. He's going to try to stack some more rings up, but he's completely content with – Playing this for, I wouldn't be surprised if he retired after this four year. This four year, I, I mean, that's nineteen years in the league. Yeah, like I like even even if he was at peak, right? Like kind of like MJ, but like if he was just like you know what, man, like I tried to well, get some more rings, I couldn't get them, and I'm not about to go through all this b- bullshit playing eighty two every year and all this other. And shit. what's his ultimate goal? Become a billionaire, right? Like he he's talked about that. It's a known thing. Yeah, he just then, wants to make an impact. So I, I think he's. I don't think he's worried about the money as much. No, but the billionaire thing is not about the money. It's about the status of being a billionaire. Yeah, but I don't think he. I think he just wants to do things that he wants to do and make an impact. He really comes off as a wholesome dude to me. Yeah, he still wants a billion dollars. Believe that. Trust me. Come on now. I mean. He's, I don't know. I disagree they've come, with they've you. been saying that for years. LeBron wants to be one of the first, not the first billionaire, oh, the but first like, billionaire athlete. Or yeah, but so who better to learn from than the actual first billionaire athlete, Magic Johnson? Magic Johnson owns half of LA. Magic Johnson is of any athlete. Magic Johnson has made one of the most successful post playing careers as far as business goes of any player. And Magic this, owns theaters, dealers. All types of stuff and out there. Similar to LeBron, Magic had all that in his head. Yeah. He kind of knew that's what he was going to do. Knew what he was going to do. And I bet you he talked to old the rest in peace bus. Yeah. Jerry Buss about that all the yeah, time. How do I how do I make this money afterwards? Yeah. Oh, come on like, down. Yeah. Introduce me to who th- this person, this person, yeah, and yeah. that person. I, yeah. Because when I finish this, we'll get popping with whatever we want to get into. And LeBron's I mean? not getting that from Dan Gilbert. No, fuck Dan. But Gilbert. Magic will take him under his wing and say, okay, this is how you really do it. After you're done playing, you really want to stay relevant? Yeah, you got all the cash in the world, but do you want to move in these circles? This is how you move in this circle. Right. This is how you move in that circle when you're not as famous anymore or whatever it might be. No, Magic Johnson, he's Magic Johnson, man. Like, who wouldn't want to learn from Magic Johnson? He's like the coolest dude ever. He's extremely respected. Like, it's not like anybody really wants to learn from Jordan. Jordan's a notorious asshole and doesn't seem like the type of dude who's going to lend you advice. Because Jordan's just too competitive to have somebody else in. Like, right. Jordan's not letting you into his club. Right. That's what Magic will do, man. It was a, it's a great move for LeBron. And from a basketball perspective, people already want to come play in L.A. Now they have LeBron there. It'll fall into place. It'll be beautiful. Let me get your take on this. Do you think that LeBron was so ahead of the game that he made sure those assets, Larry Nance Jr., Clarkson, came over from L.A. to Cleveland? To clear space, well, to go to L.A. to make sure there's enough space out there? I don't think Nance was making that much money, um, but the Clarkson deal probably. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me, man. This dude. Look, like, do you think he hit the break and was like, I got to. Okay, I'm not going to beat anybody with Isaiah. Yeah. Let's get rid of him. D-Wade. Let my, let my man go D-Wade back to won. Miami. D-Wade yeah. was done. Talk about done. Yeah. D-Wade doesn't care. Right. Let, me, let my South man Beach go back to Miami, and we'll get that Clarkson deal yeah. off the books. 
We'll get Nance, yeah. and then we'll we'll, we'll send um, Isaiah. He's his shit's about to expire. Right to to L.A. and I'll make sure there's two max spots over there for when I go over there. If he would have, if he was really a savage, he would have went to Kobe Altman's office and been like, "Yo, why don't we trade for Luol Deng? I think he's pretty good." <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the flag. The flags would have went up right there. Yo, listen, I think <laughs> I think I think the missing piece is Lou. <laughs> I think Lou is ready, man. <laughs> You know, let's bring him over there. Contract is manageable. We'll deal with it later, man. I'm going to resign for cheap. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, I'll restructure. I'm taking it for the low. I, we keep dang. I wouldn't be surprised, man. I think that uh, nothing about LeBron James' career has shown us that he's not calculated. Right? Like, he right. seems to be a very calculated, smart person, a, a chess guy. You know, he's always playing chess out there. He knows what he's doing, uses the media well, things like that. So I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but they, at the same time, they also did need to make those deals. They need to get IT out of there. The IT situation was bad, um, and the best. What's thing wrong do- with Cuz? By the way, we could talk about that on another yeah. day. But yeah, anyway, uh, go a ahead. lot of things. Were, I, you'd be a lot wrong with you if you had the chance at a two hundred million dollar payday and doctors might have fucked it up. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, they misdiagnosed his injury in deep, a contract yo, year. Deep down, he's sick. He should have never came back in the yeah. playoffs. Yeah, never. And then Boston let him go. They he, traded him, he, man. But he was on that, like, I'm doing it for the city. I'm yeah. Doing it for, I'm well, remember doing he it. had that quote. He's like, uh, you got to back the Brinks truck up next summer. I'm doing it for the yeah, Celtics type. backing up the Brinks truck right now. That's an F-150. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's kind of like. <laughs> right. If it even shows up at all. So, yeah, I think that's why he was. I think he was mad the whole year, bro. He was mad. The calculations will. Yeah, man. He knows LeBron knows what he's doing, man. So yeah, I think they had to make that deal. He's calculated, so, no doubt. But it's very, very calculated, man. I mean, the whole LA thing was calculated. When Magic was giving those interviews, like, oh, if I don't get somebody, I'm gonna have to quit next year. Magic knew. Right. Magic been known, man. Magic knew he was. LA doing um, that. LeBron brought two houses in LA a couple years back. This has been going on, man. I was all trying to tell you. They, they, he was gone. Cleveland he, was never there. It was the plan was never to retire in Cleveland. How you feel about them taking down the the LeBron Cleveland, I guess it's a it's a mural. Yeah, I don't understand why. Why not keep it up? Yeah, he's he built he he built that whole. Who owns that building? Yeah, I have no idea. Like, why not leave that up? Why pull it down? Who cares? He yeah, runs, who cares? They're gonna put a, they're gonna put a statue out Multiple there. Multiple anyway. statues. It's gonna so be LeBron like, James Arena when it's done. Yeah, yeah, like leave that up. Yeah, I thought he's that gonna, was kind of strange. too. He's gonna come back to Cleveland. He'll, 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 I mean, I don't know this for a fact. I but, don't know. He'll have his house. His house will you know what I'm be saying? There. Like, he'll be back hey, look, out bro, there. You go out and live in L.A. for a couple of years. Yeah, you, coming back. No. I can see how you can leave Miami because Florida's a little weird. But, like, you go out to L.A. and literally just fade off into some place in the hills. And nobody, like, you're good, yeah. bro. You're good. You're, you're 100% that, good. That's that when you look up his Wikipedia page and it's like, born, Akron, yeah. died, Los Angeles. Los Angeles. They all <laughs> die in Los Angeles, man. They all die in Los Angeles. Because you can just go. There's a million different places you can live out there. You buy some big-ass house and you eventually just fade off and it's all good. Quality of life is wonderful. Right. He ain't never going back. His wife his wife is going to get out to L.A. This is great. He's still got to put the kids through school. They got a daughter. They're not going to keep moving her all over the place. Yeah, She's like a two-year-old daughter. That's another 15 years right there. L.A. L.A., baby. L.A. <laughs> With all this NBA movement, free agency, all that stuff, let's get to the third topic. There has been some rough, rough takes on Twitter. Very. I think some of the worst takes I've seen in quite a, quite a long time. And, like, don't get me wrong. I, I've said some dumb shit on Twitter before. Yeah. 
you've said some dumb shit on Twitter before. Our homies have said some dumb shit yeah, on Twitter that's what before. It's for. But let's I wanna I wanna talk about some of these takes that I that I that I saw recently about more about NBA free agency, sure. right? So I got two silver. From my guy, yeah, the shout out that silver picture. He just cancers a fool. Like he was wild in the last couple of days on He's Twitter. He's always wilding on Twitter. He burned that NBA logo. Yeah, that was funny. He 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 was tweeting out the the silver, uh, silver in the Golden State yeah. jersey. But okay, shout out my guy, Sandro Rubin. This is according to his bio. At Insider Six, he's from Toronto, so it's like a little play is on the his six. Hair or a hoodie, that's a hoodie. Oh, I was about to say. Writes about the NBA Raptors, columnist for Raptors, Raptors Rapture. I don't know, whatever. Right. Yeah. Shout out Canada. Shout out, <laughs> shout out the six. <laughs> six six. This is his first take that is blasphemy. I thought David Stern was bad at running the league. Adam Silver might take the cake. Oh, might might take the cake. The NBA should consist of four teams at this rate. The other 26 don't matter. First off, any David Stern slander, you're automatically yeah, null and void about everything you're talking Dave, about. Dave, David Stern is might be the best commissioner in the history of sports. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't agree to, with everything he did. To go back to yeah. to go back to like the 80s, early 80s when yeah. like games were getting tape delayed and like all that type of stuff. He was the he was the commissioner for all that, basically bringing it to an international game. Right. With, I mean, like, I don't want to hear that. Like, as soon as he said, "I thought David Stern was bad," he didn't know what he was talking about. Yeah. I also think some of these dudes get these blue checks, these blue verified checks, and they just start saying all types of crazy all types shit. Because people, they're like, oh, this guy must right, know this guy must know what he's talking about. Yeah. Like, this is a clown take. Yeah. So let's go to his second one. First off, before we jump well, to this. There's a CBA. Yeah. And if you have five, if you have six, if you, I don't know how much cap room Golden State had at the time, but if a guy wants to come over for $5 million, like, that has nothing to do with, with um, Adam Silver, the league, or anything else. You know who also disagrees with this? The 30 owners whose team franchises keep going up, 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 up. What was it those dudes bought the Hawks for like eight hundred and fifty million or something like that and then sold it a few years later? It's worth two billion dollars now. Right, I mean like, like if you, you you yeah, if you were to put your NBA franchise on the market right now, you'd have a million people coming at you trying to buy it. Right. And that's a, a as a huge factor yeah. is David Stern in that. Yeah, I mean the Clippers talk. sold for damn near three billion dollars. Adam the Silver is David Stern. Yeah. Like I, I like he's a player friendly David Stern. Yeah. David Stern a little bit. David Stern knew that he was David Stern. And like especially if you listen to a lot of those last rounds of that uh the last CBA that he was involved in, it was very like, No, I'm David Stern, I'm in charge of this shit. Um, I think Stern is a little bit, I'm not Stern, I'm sorry. Silver is a little bit more of a, a politician. Yeah. You know, he's able to move between both sides. But, yeah, that's really, it's really stupid take because. This is a clown take. As far as we know right now, the, the NBA is on the verge of taking over the NFL because they keep shooting themselves in the foot. Shout out Sandro Rubin. Hold on, I got one more for you. Yep. The Raptors can finally get out of the East with LeBron heading to L.A. No, the fuck they can't. Well, I thought Boston and Philly still in the East. They're not coming out of the East they anytime soon. The East. They might win a bunch of ball games like they do. I understand you write for the Raptors. Yeah, I understand you're from Canada. Yep. And no, they can't get out of the East. No, they cannot. They will never come out of the East. Never. 
that whole team needs to change. Yeah. That they're not coming out of the East yeah. ever. They they have a little, you know what? I mean, I know LeBron was in our way, but they got a little bulls in them. The Raptors? Yeah, killer in the regular season. They get their they get their fans all juiced up. Don't, don't I, if you I, hey, I disagree with this take on. on so many levels, Wait, but go ahead. But you're, 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 you, let me let me let me explain why. They're gonna go out and win a ton of games in the regular season. Mm-hmm. They got some talented people on their team. Yeah. Their fan base thinks they're gonna come out of the East. Yep. Just like we did. Mm-hmm. You couldn't tell we were gonna win the ship for me, bro. Can I see a question though? Yeah. Did their twenty-two-year-old MVP blow out his knee in the playoffs? Before, but I'm not. I'm not talking about post D Rose knee blow. I'm talking about prior. There was only one year of playoffs prior to D Rose's knee blow. One right. year of, of well, okay, playoffs that, that, that mattered. That's, that's the window I'm talking about. And we what? How many games did we win that year? When he blew out his knee against 60, Philly, sixty games. Right. It's like sixty plus, wasn't it? Sixty-two. Sixty-two. There you go. That's what. That's what I'm talking about. I, Toronto's not even going to win. 62, yeah, but we weren't. We weren't. But, we weren't ready. The difference with Toronto, and I see where you're going as far as the mentality. The biggest difference with Toronto, though, is this has been going on for years. Yeah. Like, they're on, like, year four of running this back, right? Like, they, they keep running this back, and it just keeps not working as far as the long-term yeah. goals. The Bulls only had that first year that we kind of came out of nowhere with Thibodeau and won 62 games, right? Um, lost to the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals, correct? Or was that the second round? Second round. Second round. Um. And then the next year, it was like, okay, hey, we're ready. You're like, hey, the Bulls. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, so that's the one. But, I, so I guess that's the one that I was happened? referring to. The Bulls had a lot of circumstances. What happened? Um, that next year, we do well, get to playoffs. D Rose blows out his knee in the first in the, in the first round, right? Then the next year, what happened? Lockout. Yeah. So the Bulls had all types of other shit going that's short on. Short season. The yeah. Raptors have had four straight years to figure this out and and can't. So I mean, I see where you're going, but it's not. I'm talking. I can't about compare the, the two. I, I guess I was more talking about. The mentality of the fan base and like they th- like did you, my man just tweeted it. Yeah. He thinks they're coming. Oh, LeBron's gone. We can, we're going to win the East now. No, uh, you're not. But I just feel like the Raptors. They don't have that potential aspect. I mean, they they, they are who they are. We just thought the Bulls would get better. But I see where you're going from. We right. always just thought the Bulls would get better because they were babies. But yeah, the, the Raptors fans were delusional. Hey, look, man, great great city. Have you been to Toronto? No, oh, I need to get great. out there. Shout out, shout out, Cody. Um, great city. Yeah, awesome time, great sports town, everything like that. But that—that's if they think that this is their path to the finals, is LeBron getting out? Because then that means that they're not uh, taking into account that Gordon Hayward and Kyrie Irving come back to play next year. Man, Philly's just Jason gonna get Taylor, better. Philly's gonna get better. You know, yeah, they're don't let Joel Embiid get in shape. Philly this just got Wilson Chandler. We were just talking. Yeah, about Yeah, Wilson that. Chandler's nice. Shout out Wilson Chandler to Paul Kidd. Yeah, for sure. Michigan all day. Shout you know out. I mean, shout out Wilson Chandler, good player, but. Yeah, I mean, the Boston and Philly are going to run. The, and, and and here's the other thing, man. You have a, a, a 20, was he, 24-year-old player who keeps getting better in Milwaukee? Are they better than Milwaukee? Oh, you're talking about Giannis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, wait, what's my fault? He's yeah. fucking yeah, 24. Yeah. Right, yeah, no, I mean. And just gets leaps and bounds better every year. Like, it's, <laughs> right. it's not like he's getting incrementally better. Like, he's getting better every year. Yeah. So, it's kind of like, he's delusional. That's a dumb take. Yeah. Shout out Sandro Rubin. Those are two dumb takes. Yeah. Let's jump over to... We should start on. We should see if there's a way you can unverify people when they say stupid <laughs> shit. Let's uh, let's check out. Oh, this guy. Your boy, Colin Cowherd. <coughs> I'm not even gonna flex. There used to be a time where I rocked with Colin. Recently, I, I don't know what's pop. He's just saying a lot of OD shit. Yeah. Um, and I quote. 
I can make an argument this isn't anything more than the beginning of the end for the Warriors, who are now grasping for an enigmatic tough guy because they lack it. Is is go this is your this is your take. So go ahead and take it away. But I, 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 wow. I think that you know what that is? All right, everybody's so happy about this DeMarcus Cousins I gotta go, take. I got to go the other way. I have to find something. So let me call him an enigmatic. What do you call him? Enigmatic. Uh, tough guy. Tough guy. Because they lack it. Like, what are you talking about? He's serious. Like, what, what are you talking? Like, when the Warriors were looking at DeMarcus Cousins, you think they said, oh, yeah, he checks our tough guy box. That's what we need right now. No. They the, saw a one of the most talented big men to come into the league in the last however many years, a guy who dominates, and a guy who they know if he gets healthy will help them win ball games. It had nothing to do with adding a tough guy. I don't think that's – you know, DeMarcus Cousins, yeah, he's kind of seen as a bully, but I don't think you add DeMarcus Cousins for toughness. He's he, not like a goon. He legitimately said the beginning of the end of the Warriors. Yeah. He's serious. So you add an all-NBA player. Yeah, I, I you don't, had an all NBA guy on a one year deal. On a one year deal, like if this goes bad, they can literally cut him and just pay him his five million. Like get the fuck out of here. Simple as that. Simple as that. They get five million off of hot dog sales on the first quarter. Like I mean, <laughs> this good, is nothing like, for them. This yeah. is like this is nothing. I, I, yeah, it's the beginning. This is Again, the beginning of the end. He, he wanted. He wanted to have an op. It's very Skip Bayless. Yeah, like it's just like Bayless, let me make like, a ruckus. Yeah, let me say LeBron sucks. Yeah, you know what I mean? let, me, like, let me just make a ruckus yeah. because I have a platform and I get a ton of people to see right. me and maybe I can have some two guys in Chicago talking about it. Well, the crazy thing is we have this video going. He's obviously sitting there talking about it. He's been talking for like three minutes. So I, I don't know what he could possibly be saying, but um, <clears throat> I'm not a coward fan, man. I don't yeah. I, I don't like these, these guys who just get on there and just fucking have to take the opposite stance of everything. And like we talked about with that, May, that Mayfield thing, man. I mean, like these, these guys are just... It's clownish, bro. It's not the yeah. beginning of the end for Golden State. <laughs> it's the beginning exactly. of, the, of the more beginning, another beginning. Hey, we're a new team right. now. All right. Before we get out of here, before we close this No Catch Up Chicago first episode Live, in the studio. Baby. Check. I need you. To, I need your take on yeah, this. I want to see what this is. First off, do you know who that is? Let me see the computer. Can you see who that is? Let me Let me brighten this up for you. Looks like Al Roker. You guess Al Roker? <laughs> I guess Al Roker. Bro, that is Hove. Oh, man. <laughs> so, wait. That is Jay-Z. He's on. First off, I couldn't believe I saw this picture. He's on vacation with Beyonce. They're out with the whole fam, <laughs> chilling. Why is he wearing a helmet on a jet First ski? off, why is he? <laughs> the first thing I pulled Can't from it is. the girls. <laughs> why is he wearing a why is he wearing a helmet? I've never seen that before on a jet ski ever. Why is he wearing a shirt? He's wearing an undershirt under his life jacket. He's holding on for dear life. It looks like he's like on some like Mario Kart type shit. Like he looks like a he looks like Toad hey. on Mario Kart, like running wild. Like this is like he's we, dead ass serious. We talked about being okay with being washed earlier. There you go. Is he just that comfy? Bro, did you I'm, I'm going to refer to Can 444. Can you tell me why what he would put a helmet on? He goes, he goes, they say I'm washed. I own the cleaners. Oh, he said that? <laughs> he said that. <laughs> they say I'm washed. I own the cleaners. No, but, let me, base, show, bro, it but let me show you the other pick, though. Yeah, that's hilarious. They call, at, who caught hold? Look like, at Beyonce, though. Bro, flawless. She's cruising. 
Here's the thing. It looks like she posed for that. Yo, shout out Beyonce. Like, she's All not timer. wearing the helmet. She's got earrings in. Hair's done. Hair's, like, she's she chilling. Got, she, she got the dress she's going to wear to Look dinner tonight. Look at Hove, bro. Hove is over here in an oversized Maybe. white tee. <laughs> I couldn't believe I saw that. that I thought that was funny. I thought that was hilarious. Like, go back to that Beyonce photo. Beyonce is flying the, through the flying air. Flying through, cruising. like, this is nothing. She's probably riding a hit. Hove is holding on <laughs> for dear life. On. And you can tell he's going slow as shit. Yeah, I don't get the helmet. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand the helmet. What what is he was he gonna was he gonna hit the pavement? This is hilarious. I couldn't that was I, I had to show you that. I had to end the show on that. Shut Hove up. Going slow as shit, <laughs> holding on for dear life in the helmet. Beyonce has earrings on, she's flying through splashing. Like it's nothing. Like it's nothing with no helmet. I hope she clowns him when she gets to the yeah, crib. She probably will. Like I I'm, I need that. Like clown him for that. That's when hilarious. When she gets to her crib that she lives in and he goes to his crib that he lives in. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. But um shout out Hove, man. On the cleaners. Episode one at the studio. It's not no catch up. It's not episode one of no catch up. Nah. First live join the studio, man. We got a bunch of stuff. We got a bunch of access to different stuff. Make sure you check us out. Absolutely. Tuesdays we're gonna be doing sports. Thursdays we're gonna be doing culture. We got a bunch of other content coming for you guys from the White Sox, Blackhawks. I got a couple things up my sleeve to get some more people bringing in more content for No Catch Up Chicago, man. Shout out my guy Aaron for producing the show. Stay locked. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Live. 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 On Twitch. Yeah. On Twitch. We're going to do 730. That's what we're shooting for. Tuesday, Thursday. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at No Catch Up Chicago. YouTube. We're going to go live on Twitch, load them up on YouTube. This is what we're going to be doing, man. And also, hey, let, us fun. Know, let us know what you want to hear about. We're about to get into these dog days of summer where it's just going to be baseball going on. So, you know, let us know. Shoot us uh, something on the Twitter, whatever it might be. Leave a comment. Tell somebody. We'll, we'll talk about it, man. We're here. Yeah. Audio's going up on iTunes as well. So, anybody that's listening just on, uh, on iTunes, on audio, you'll still have all that. We're going to be doing video, audio, all that. Keep it locked. No catch up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. Stay locked. Listen up.